Amen and amen. Is it well with your soul? It is well. It is well with my soul. Thank you, Faith and Doug and congregation for leading us in worship this morning. This is an exciting time. Uh, today particularly is uh, an exciting time as we will follow the worship service this morning. We will cast our ballot to call uh, a new pastor. Uh, been there, done that. And uh, I know it's an exciting time. Join with me as we go to the Lord in prayer. Almighty and holy God, once again I come to you to praise your name. And Lord, just ask that uh, as we open your word this morning, that you will create in us a clean heart, but give us open minds and open lives so that we might not only hear your word, but we might uh, receive it into our hearts and apply it to our lives. Lord, I thank you for each one that's here this morning. Lord, I thank you for them individually, for their families, for their homes, for their place of employment. All that is within them, Lord, I thank you for it. So, Lord, uh, now I simply and as humbly as I can to let the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart be found acceptable in your sight, O Lord, my strength and my Redeemer. For it's in Jesus' name that I pray. Amen. As you look at your bulletin, you'll notice that I entitled the message today, uh, Passing of the Torch. And that's a pretty good title. But I think maybe a better title would have been uh, Calling to Lead. That's what we're going to do later on today. Call a pastor to lead this great church. So I praise God for that opportunity. So as I opened God's word, I couldn't help but think about Joshua. Back in Deuteronomy 34, it talks about the death of Moses. Moses was, was the leader of the Israelites. He was, he was the top honcho of the Israelites, but Moses was dead. They were without a leader. Joshua had been Moses' lieutenant or uh, point guard, so to speak. And so God 
came and called Joshua. As I read this first chapter of Joshua, I saw that there were about uh, five things that that I saw uh, in this first chapter that gets sort of relates to where we are. We've been without a pastor since March. We've had some good preaching. Brother Morris has, has, has set us on fire. And I appreciate all of that. But it's not like having your permanent pastor. And so, later on after this service, the members of Haven Baptist Church are going to cast their ballot. And uh, hopefully we will call our next pastor. I'm looking forward to that. I really think it's something that uh, we can latch on to. Just as God called Joshua, I think it's time for Haven Baptist Church to call their new leader. So, join with me. As we listen to what God's Word says. And as I read this chapter, I, I realized that the first thing that I noticed was in verses 1 through 4, where it, it revealed that God had a plan. God still has a plan. He has a plan for you. He has a plan for me. He has a plan for Andrew. Record. He's got a plan for... Haven Baptist Church, for Madison Baptist Association, for the uh, Alabama uh, Board of Missions, and for the Southern Baptist Convention, and those are throughout the world. He's got a plan. And what he wants us to do is follow his plan. Look again at verses 1 through 4. Now it came about after the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, that the Lord spoke to Joshua, the son of Nun, Moses' servant, saying, Moses, my servant, is dead. Now, therefore, arise, cross this Jordan, you and all this people, to the land which I am giving to them, to the sons of Israel. And every place on which the sole of your foot treads, I have given it to you, just as I spoke to Moses, for the will from the wilderness and this Lebanon, even as far as the great river, the river Euphrates, all the land of the Hittites, and as far as the great sea toward the setting of the sun will be your territory. So the first thing I see is God had a plan. He said, I promised Moses, and I'm going to fulfill my promise to you. I want you to arise and cross this Jordan. I think he's telling us today, Haven Baptist Church, I want you to arise and cross this Jordan of calling a new pastor. Arise. Cross this Jordan. 
Claim your inheritance. I promised it to your forefathers. Now claim it. Now I know there's sometimes we hear the expression, claim it and whatever. I don't know how it goes. Read it and claim it or something. I don't know. But God had made a promise to the Israelites that he was giving to them their inheritance. But he didn't stop with that. He, 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 he revealed to them the boundaries of this. He got pretty specific of what was that inheritance that I was giving you. I think he's telling us today, I want you to claim your inheritance, but I'm going to tell you where I want you to go. And he's telling us that we are to go into all the world. In our Jerusalem, in our Judea, in our Samaria, and even to the uttermost parts of the world. He says, I want you to claim it It was mine. I'm giving it to you. I want you to spread the gospel. If Haven Baptist Church is going to be what God wants it to be, we're going to have to be willing to claim our families, our city, our state, our nation, and our world for Jesus Christ. To God be the glory that he has given it to us All we've got to do is take it. Are you willing? So the first thing I see in this scripture is that God has a plan. And when he has a plan, he also made some promises. Look at verses 5 through 9. No man will be able to stand before you all the days of your life. Just as I have been with Moses, listen to this, I will be with you. I will not fail you or forsake you. He makes Joshua a promise. He makes the children of Israel a promise. He makes Haven Baptist Church a promise that I will not leave you or forsake you if you'll do what I ask you to do. Tops that off with, be strong and courageous. For you will shall give this people possession of the land which I swore to their fathers to give them. Be strong and courageous. Don't let the world keep you from doing what, what I have called you to do. Get off of those pews and get out into the world. Tell your family about Jesus. Tell your neighbors about Jesus. Tell those that come through these doors about Jesus. Go and tell the people in in Montana about Jesus. Go tell those in throughout the world, through Peru and wherever we go, tell them about Jesus. And I promise, if you'll do what I tell you to do, I will be with you 
and will not forsake you. Just follow my lead. (coughs) So the new leader has been made a promise. But not just for him, but for the whole nation of Israel. Like Moses, he said, I am with you no matter what. So the second thing I saw in this was there in five, verses 5 through 9 is he made a promise, another promise. Brothers and sisters, God has never, 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 never broke a promise. And he never will break a promise. I wish we all could say that. But God never failed us. So in the first part, God had a plan. The second part, God made us a promise once again. But then we look a little further and in verse 11 uh, and uh, 10 and 11, and we say, uh, see that uh, God also told us what we need to do. We need to prepare for what we're called to do. Jared, I, you would never go to Montana without some preparation. We should never come to God's house without being prayed up, read up, to hear what God has called us to do. Here in verse 10 and 11, listen again to that. Then Joshua commanded the officers of the people, saying, Pass through the midst of the camp and command the people, saying, Prepare provisions for yourselves, for within three days you are to cross the Jordan to go into the, to possess the land which the Lord your God is giving you to possess it. God said, for us to go and prepare Make preparations to fulfill what he has called us to do. One of the things that I noticed as a a former pastor, I have seen so often, pastors are called to do everything. Particularly us uh, in smaller churches, uh, the pastor ends up being the janitor, the the plumber, the electrician, the uh, whatever. But here in verse 10, it says Joshua called the officers. He didn't do it all. And as we prepare to call another man to be pastor of this great church, we should not expect him to do it all either. 
That's what we've got deacons for, and that's what we've got Sunday school teachers for, and it's what he has you and me for. We need to let him know that we back him. We've got his back. We realize he can't do it at all, but with us united behind him, we can. And I think that's what God was telling Moses. Moses, you tell the officers to prepare for what they need. Prepare provisions for yourself, yes, but also for those around us. You know, God, just he's got such a great plan. Sometimes I wonder, just, I, I can almost see God's mind going, in, you know, I don't know. But he's always thinking, always preparing, always ready to, to go that extra mile, do whatever it takes. I get excited about what God wants of me to do. Each Thursday night, or most Thursday nights, I, I have the opportunity to go to uh, Valley View uh, Nursing Home. And to see those residents just can't wait to hear us sing. And sometimes it's pretty lousy singing, I have to admit. But they get so much out of it and they never fail it. Thank you for coming. Thank you for sharing Jesus with us through music. Dennis is the one that's got us started going over there. We can't leave him high and dry. We need to support him as he leads us to minister to those people. Commercial, maybe. Come and join us. You will be blessed. But in the case we see here in verses 10 and 11, Joshua used his officers to assist him to fulfill the promise or the task set before him. And so he told him to arise. Prepare for your provisions. And then let's cross the Jordan. Brothers and sisters, we're about to cross the Jordan here. Our Jordan. That of calling a new pastor. And we must be willing to follow God's lead. That's the reason he's calling someone 
to be the new pastor of Haven Baptist Church. So we see God's plan. We see God's promise. Then he tells us what we're to do to prepare. But then he reminds us in verses uh, 12 through 15 of a commitment that we, that they had made to Moses. Remember what it was? He reminded the Reubenites and the Gadites and the half uh, uh, tribe of Manasseh. What, you remember what he said? What they promised? They said, we will go in front of you to do whatever it takes so that you might claim your inheritance like Moses had already given us. We have a responsibility to fulfill our commitments to God. What did we do? What, what did we commit to do to God? We met, we committed to go into all the world and proclaim the good news of Jesus Christ to a lost and dying world. Brothers and sisters, we have a responsibility to support, to proclaim the good news throughout our our area. And finally, I see in verses uh, 16 through 18 our response. They answered Joshua, saying, All that you have commanded us, we will do. And whatever, and wherever you send us, We will go. Just as we obeyed Moses in all things, so we will obey you. Only may the Lord your God be with you as he was with Moses. Anyone who rebels against your command and does not obey your words in all that you command him shall be put to death, only be strong and courageous. He said, your response is to do what you're told to do. To go where he sends us. To live the example that he's called us to live. Brothers and sisters, this is a wonderful time. 
for Haven Baptist Church. Let's listen to Joshua. Let's listen to God as He speaks to Joshua. Let's follow His plan. Let's listen to His promise. Let us prepare in order to fulfill what He calls us to do. Let us remember what we promised to Him and do it, and then He will allow us to possess our inheritance. Brothers and sisters, our inheritance First of all, it's in our family. Secondly, I think he's talking about in our neighborhoods, in our churches, in our city, in our state, in our nation, and in our world. Claim it. I will be with you. I will not forsake you. Just follow my lead. May God speak to us as a church to be the church that God called it to be. The church on the hill that is a lighthouse. The church where everybody is somebody but Jesus Christ is everything. Let us pray. Almighty and holy God, we praise you this morning and ask, Lord, simply and as humbly as we can, show us what you would have us do. Give us courage. Let us be strong and courageous. And step out into a world that is anti-Jesus. Let us be willing to proclaim the good news. Thank you, Lord, for what you have given us as a task this day. Give us courage to fulfill that task. And may you receive all of the glory for it all. For it's in Jesus' name that I pray.